<laughs> you look like Paris Hilton with your mouth open that wide. Or Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, let's do it. Shot one. Down the hatch. Oh, that would birds. Ouch. Tastes pretty good, though. Well, ready for shot two? Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, shot two. two. Here we go. A little smoother than the first one. Oh, wow. That's just not that smooth. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, the room's already spinning just a little. Yeah, I'm going to get very drunk tonight. Well, anyway. Shot three. All right, here we go. Ooh. Ouch. About as bad as the last one. Oh. Your gums burn? Because mine do. My whole, my whole body is burning. Hey, everyone. This is Three Shots In. I am Jake. I'm Jess. Over uh, here. Tonight, you heard us take shots of gin. <laughs> now, that wasn't the delicious gin that, that we had once before because nope. we wasn't were so. fools and, you know, drank apparently top shelf gin very quickly. I am having trouble hearing you. And now we're drinking what compared to the gin factory would be bottom shelf gin. But this is the standard. We took shots of beef eater. That is that is the standard gin. Yep. That is what all gin should hope to be. We've been spoiled. Yeah. Gin Factory. I'm going to say it again. Please contact us. We want to be your sponsor. <laughs> Tonight, we're also drinking uh, Gin Rickies. You've heard us mention it before. It's a gimlet. They may not have, they might not, might not remember. We were, we mentioned it very briefly in Ricky's episode, which was the Drogas episode. Yeah. I don't remember what, 12, 13, maybe. I don't remember that. It was, I, just, I do remember. Oh, it was 13. I remember I now. only remember it. It was called You Don't Steal from the Acid King. That's correct. A gin ricky is lime juice, gin, simple syrup, shaken, poured into a glass with ice, and then topped off with some club soda. Uh, and that's what we're drinking. And they're pretty damn good. They're very good. Say. Yeah. Very refreshing. Very nice. After those shots that burned right into my sinuses. So before we we get too sloshed, uh, I'd like to put out there to you guys, uh, anyone who's listening, if you have suggestions for the wheel, topic ideas for episodes, stories you'd like to share, whether they be funny, creepy, whatever, whatever you'd like to share with us, we would love to read them and we may even share them on the episode. Um, you know, hate mail. That's especially something we're excited for. Yes. Please send any and all things you would like to share with us to fanmail at three shots in dot com. I will, um, I will go ahead and say not any and all please podcast related things, any and all <laughs> things you would like to share. Mm, okay. See, you know, I, it's, I'm going to go into a, just a teeny tiny itty bitty rant. One small rant. Okay. Jacob sure. doesn't want me to share actual numbers. Cut all of that. <laughs> Cut it all. And then continue on to when you talk about Patreon. So continue. I just want to say. Moving on uh, before we, we really get into it. Um, our Patreon that is www.patreon.com. You are able to, if you so choose, contribute to us financially, which will just help us make this an even better production. Um, we'll be able to offer you so much more. Jacob, Jacob and I have a ton of really great ideas and we would love to share them with you. Unfortunately, finances are required in order to do that. So help us live our dream. Hey and man, yeah. help us out. <laughs> that'll be uh i'm pretty sure it's w it's super simple it's 
patreon.com slash three shots in. Yeah, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. You can find us there uh, and subscribe. We've got we've got stuff to offer you now, even considering our our low budget. But we yeah. we have plenty we would love to share we with have, you. We have deleted scenes that we're throwing up. Mm-hmm. We have special limited edition episodes uh, that we'll talk about in a second here. Uh, we have many ideas of Patreon only content. So many. So, you know, it's it's endless what we can do. But but circling back to that special, special very unique, very special episode, very sought after. Indeed. Yes. There is a holiday upcoming. And for those of you who are American, which is not all of you, but some of you, it's most most of you are American, except for you and, you know, Germany. Yes. Germany's apparently a really big fan. Mm-hmm. German person has listened to <laughs> everything. Yeah. Some of it more than once. Perhaps there is more than one German person. Who knows? But uh, we're grateful for all of you. However, there is a an American holiday upcoming, and we will be making a special episode just for that holiday. And that is the 4th of July, a.k.a. Independence Day. We will be making an Independence Day episode, and only those of you on Patreon will be able to listen to it. It will be exclusive to you. Uh, and specifically, those of you who are one shot in, that will make more sense when you visit our Patreon page. Now, let's move on. Let's go ahead and announce what our topic is this episode. Our topic, this was something you had mentioned kind of early on. You had thought that this would be a good idea to talk about, and I I wasn't so sure. I don't know why. I think it's very interesting. I don't know. And then I just, and then like, as you know, our episodes have continued and we've continued our show, I've realized, you know, we can basically talk about anything so long as we're drunk. We talked about hotels one time. We did. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like literally anything so long as we're drunk, uh, which we happen to be drunk right now. In oh, yeah. fact- I just did a lip check and we're numb. So are you? Oh yeah. The third shot did it. Yeah. Who would have guessed? You know, eating only five chips and three mini donuts. Jacob's one of those really frustrating people that eats like garbage but doesn't eat very often and has a very high metabolism. So he can yeah. eat nothing but like Chipotle and burgers for a week, and at the end of the week, he's like, "Oh, look, I lost five pounds." He's one of those. Yeah, I'm very lucky when it comes to that. <laughs> Like I, I've told Jessica and our friends, because they're like, wow, like you lost weight. I'm like, yeah, I lost like, what was it? 50, over 50 pounds. So far. Yeah. yeah. And and they're like, wow, good for you. And I'm like, honestly, I did nothing to deserve this. I did not earn this. <laughs> I didn't I didn't earn this weight loss, even slightly. I haven't actually tried to lose weight until maybe like two weeks ago mm -hmm. when I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll try intermittent fasting. And so I did that. <laughs> Maybe it, I'll just. And you know. so I, I got I had pizza, Chipotle, Burger King. Casually. But I only ate between 7 and 10 p.m. And I, I still lost some weight, man. <laughs> it worked. Disgusting. So, yeah, I didn't deserve this. You don't. But, you know, we are where we are. <laughs> it's all right. The rest of us, we just we we grit our teeth. And we continued on past the topic. See, <laughs> we do this every time. We do this every time. Can't and I feel it. bad. It's just because we're- We're just going to say it. Just say it right now. The topic is- Missing persons. Missing persons. Now, this, we we kind of debated on whether this should be like solved cases or unsolved cases. It just so happened that the solved cases really don't have much content there. 
That that um, I found in my ten minutes of diving in before I picked a topic. <laughs> I I'll go ahead and say I found a couple that looked really interesting. Um, but they well they were predictable, you know, as real life can be many times. Um, but they it, it was interesting enough that I thought about it. But it was I don't know it, because it had been solved. There was less mystery there. I really wanted to choose something mysterious. I did as well. Something that kept you guessing. Just so you're aware. This story is almost slightly vaguely connected to another story I've done in the fact that it is insanely taking place in Austria. Mysterious, we'll say. (laughs) We will say that and we will leave it there. Okay. Until we get into my story. See, mine, I want to say, wow, it's super cool and full of twists and turns. But I thought my story about Arthur Conan Doyle was also full of twists and turns. And uh, I feel like that was fairly lukewarm yeah uh i feel like my virginia wolf really didn't (laughs) really didn't didn't hit any home runs or anything you know i tried you guys it was kind of authors are you know they're they've got they've got a lot to they've they've done a lot in their lives but it's not necessarily you know yeah titillating i titillating yeah nice (laughs) (laughs) uh i i feel like next time we do authors Never, we're never gonna do that no. again. But next time we do authors again, never. Uh, <laughs> I would, I would look at like an autobiography of like some insane rock star that just had a coked out life. Because technically, they wrote a book. Technically, they're an <laughs> author, and their lives are more interesting and far less sad. Yeah. So. See, I, I love you, Janelle, but I don't think anyone will be requesting a second famous authors episode. That's nothing against you. I, I didn't, I, I legitimately enjoyed doing the research, but, uh, I gotta say, I, I don't think it came across as super interesting. No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. That's okay though. You know, you sent in the suggestion and we, we obeyed. Now there are authors that have like very interesting stuff to talk about, right? Like Edgar Allan Poe is insanely interesting, but he's so interesting that everyone knows about it. Everyone already knows. So that wouldn't be fun for us to talk about. Which is why we didn't. We chose people that not many people could know what book they wrote just by their name and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so missing persons is our topic. Yes, it is. I will jump into my story. Wait. Right after the first wheel spin, motherfucker. Wait, I want to spin it. Well, then fucking spin it. Ooh, I've always wanted to learn dot 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 I've always wanted to learn yes i've always wanted to learn a new language that sticks for longer than like three years oh you're lucky to have gotten three years <laughs> see funnily enough mine is also a language really but specifically french why i don't know i feel like i feel just <laughs> <laughs> It's because I told you I was drunk after shot two. I'm going to claw the shit out of my microphone. For those of you who are listening, because if I'm editing this, this is hilarious shit. And I'm going to keep it in because I don't care. Jake would cut all of this. (laughs) (laughs) I, Jacob, you know, loses weight just, you know, because he feels like it. He wills it and it happens. Uh, For me, being, you know, about six years older and being for no reason, no good reason in a different stage of life, um, 
I find it much more difficult to lose weight. So I'm on a pretty, I'm on, I want to say I'm on a strict diet, but it's really not, it's not a strict diet. It's just much stricter than I've been. And therefore my stomach is far more empty than I'm used to. So I took two shots and instantly the room got a little wobbly. So, (laughs) so I'm three shots in and half my drink. Oh fuck. More than half. More than half. And, uh, I'm feeling it. So that's why I'm, I'm slapping my mic around without meaning to. See, I don't feel wobbly or whatever, but my lips are gone. I mean, clearly I'm drunk, right? Yeah. Like I got, well, (laughs) that's true. I got nothing. (laughs) So clearly we're drunk. (laughs) I've always wanted to learn. I was about to say before I was rudely interrupted French. French and you asked why. So I feel like learning French would just be like a really big one up, you know, that really put me from a six and a half to like a 7.25, you know, out of 10. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On the, on the hot scale. Yeah. Just imagine like, bonjour, mademoiselle. Est-ce que vous comprenez l'anglais? You know what I mean? That's no. by the way, that was all my French. That was, that I was, know. hold on, let me, Believe let me say it, it not, let me say it in English. Go ahead. Hey girl, you speak English? <laughs> yeah. You have demonstrated yeah. prior and you probably don't remember doing that, but you oh. have, you've oh. already demonstrated there your French. There we go. That was all of it, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> all of it that I could actually remember. Yeah. But yeah, learn French. I feel like that'd be fun, especially because like, I think it'd be really cool to work for Interpol if I ever get there. Yeah. And... One of the main places for Interpol is in Lyon, France. <laughs> That's how you say France in French. You don't France. call it France. You call it France. <laughs> Lyon, France. And we don't mind saying that because none of you fucking French people yeah. have listened to our podcast. Yeah, none of so you Frenchies. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't you got some toast to make or some fries? Fucking. Yeah, go go French some fries or French some toast. You. Yeah, you. You white flag waving motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel like that'd be very cool to learn. Um, uh, how about you? French is fun. I took a, a semester of French. Yeah. Forgot most of it. Um, how do you say the seal in French? Le fac. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that that stuck out for me. I'm sure all of you who have listened this far can tell why. Um, I I would love to learn languages. Oh, it's like not multiple. really, it's not really one in particular. There are a lot of, la- I just love language. Okay. A lot of people talk a lot of smack about the English language for being so like unnecessarily complex. I love it. it Keep- no, it is. It's just as unnecessarily complex as French. French is, believe it or not, not unnecessarily complex. It is. They have a lot of letters that mean absolutely nothing. I could give you the full history as to why that is, but I won't because that's boring as shit. Dear God, please don't. <laughs> I don't want to know. Uh, no, it's not their alphabet that makes them complex. I mean, it, I understand. Technically, it is letters you should ignore, but still must look at. Might seem complex, uh, but the English language has like root. all the stupid yeah. rules. It's well, it's not just it's not just like irregular rules. It's also we have multiple words that have like roots in different languages. So you have like a mix of like French words and you have a mix of like, you know, old time Latin and stuff like that. A lot of German. Archaic Latin and archaic German and all that stuff. Uh, We, we're, we're just, we're just a, it's a hodgepodge. Uh, But I mean, I believe you meant clusterfuck, (laughs) but (laughs) same thing. 
I love it. I don't care what anyone says. I love the English language and I, I love language period. I loved learning. I took like three years of Spanish. Most of that, you know, went to waste because I don't have any, anyone around me who speaks it fluently, who will speak it with me, uh, because they, they don't have the patience. Yeah. Meaning my, my mother. We're talking about half of our family. <laughs> my own mother and her side of the family speaks Spanish fluently and will not speak it with me because they don't have the patience that, you know, I'm still learning. Yeah. Pinche putas way. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Uh, I enjoyed learning French. French was fun. Very similar to Spanish. Yeah. Um, but uh, I would love to learn. I would love to learn German. I'd love to learn Hebrew. I'd what love about to Icelandic? learn. I'd love to learn Icelandic. Swedish. I'd love about, to what learn. About Finnish. I'm not as interested in Finnish. Okay. What about Swahili? I'd love to learn. Actually, that was literally the next thing I was thinking. Oh, look at that. I just want to know it because. What about Russian? Indian. Russian. What about Tagalog? I'll learn that too. Damn. Want to learn it you got, all. You got so many languages Thai, that you want to learn. Mandarin. Want to learn all of that. It's nuts. <laughs> nuts. Uh, literally only because I Hindi? really enjoy it. I'll learn it. Oh, shit. And you're just going to learn them all. Just learn it. <laughs> all right. Just That's have fair. the money to buy as many Rosetta Stones as I want. I'll oh, do yeah. it. Japanese? Yeah. Donate to our Patreon. <laughs> www.patreon.com. All proceeds will go to language learning. <laughs> slash three shots in so that Jessica can live her dream and be rich and learn all the languages. I can purchase so many Rosetta Stones. You can purchase all the Rosetta Stones. Mm -hmm. I just need one. French. <laughs> and we're in. Yeah. For anyone who thinks Jacob would be more sexy if he knew French fluently, hey, please donate. I didn't say that much more sexy. It would give me 0.75 points on the scale. In the grand, in the grand scheme of that's things, a, that's not much. I don't think so. Not even a whole number jump. What do you think you are without French? I said I'm a solid six and a half. Right. Now, in the eyes of few, I'm an eight. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping from a six and a half to yeah. over a seven. I said 7.25. That's a big leap. That's a 0.75 leap. Six I mean, to seven, I think that's reasonable. No, 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 it's not. That's Six to seven in particular is a big leap. Mm, I don't think so. It's a big one. I don't know. Five I'd to still, six I'd, is not as impressive. I'd still swipe left on a seven if I looked at their bio and they didn't say they could speak French or something, you know? <laughs> there was nothing interesting there. Gone. I think we have each said what we would love to learn at this point. You That's said true. you would like to learn French. I just yeah, like to you learn just wanted to like any, 29 up me by naming <laughs> every language in existence. Any and all languages. I would love to learn all of yeah. those. That's Except for I'd Finnish. Like I <laughs> don't want to learn that. No, no, no. Fuck you, Finland. Don't want to learn you. All right. Well, then I guess I'll jump into my tale. Oh, I forgot you were going first. I am going first. I ac I'm actually jealous. I wanted to go first this time. Oh, that way the other person doesn't fall asleep during their story. Oh, wait, I went first and you still fell asleep. You bitch. basically fell asleep during my Arthur Conan Doyle story. That is true. Yeah. That is true. No, I, but I didn't though. Yeah. You know how I know? Somehow I didn't fall asleep during <laughs> your Virginia Woolf story. <laughs> it was pretty bad. I promise we'll never do authors again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, missing persons, I will be talking about the Yuba County Five. Yuba. Yuba. Okay. Now, many might not know where Yuba County is. I don't. It's in California. Oh. And my tale takes place in Yuba City, California. Where the hell is that? Uh, It's up near like Sacramento. Oh, Like that's Northern why. California. Yeah. 
Northern Northern California is not acknowledged by Southern California. That is correct. Northern California is considered to be like the non-existent part of California. Yeah. Yeah, like, ew, you get snow every winter? Gross. (laughs) (laughs) You're not a part of us. Which, they really are like two separate states. But again, that's a whole other topic. So let's move on. And this takes place February of 1978. Okay, so back to when our parents were mere children. Merely. Five friends. Yes. Bill Sterling... Jack Hewitt, Ted Weiner. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna laugh. I'm Matt sorry. Matt Madruga and Gary Mathias. I already have a favorite. Okay. Now you might have thought, wow, those are five friends, and this is the Yuba County Five. Why would that be? Coincidence? <laughs> Coincidence? I don't know. <laughs> uh all of these men were in their mid-20s to early 30s, so between okay. like 24 and like 32. Yeah. Somewhere around there. And all of them were last seen alive. On February 24th, 1978. Interesting. Four were found dead <gasps> and one was never seen again. This sounds very similar to a Russian story you told very recently. Uh, it does because this event would also become known as the American Dyatlov Pass. Ah. Oh, what's up? Wow. Circling back. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So one of the group, Gary Matthias, as you know, Mm -hmm. had developed a drug addiction while he was stationed in West Germany Mm. in the early 70s. He was in the army, stationed in West Germany, Berlin Wall, all that shenanigans. Google it. Right, right. Uh, Eventually, drugs? Do you know? The kind that lead to my next point. Okay. Eventually (laughs) leading to him being diagnosed with schizophrenia. Schizoaffective. So So like probably hallucinogenics. Oh. No, like amphetamines. Okay. Okay. Um... Uh, when he came back from his army service, he was hospitalized, right, for his, I mean, he's schizophrenic now, mm-hmm. um, but he was eventually discharged and began outpatient treatment while he lived with his parents. Okay. I thought this was fun. Physicians considered him to be, and this is a direct quote, one of our sterling success cases. Now, that's a lot of S's, and I have a slight lisp, so it'll sound stupid as fuck when I say <laughs> it, but again- Sterling success cases. So they were very pleased with his progress. He was doing great. Okay. Which may be true, maybe not. Okay. Let's let's listen to the whole story. Decide for yourself. All right. Uh, Just like Gary, though, the other boys, all five of them, so the other four, also lived with their parents. You said, you're. are you saying boys because? I, I'm calling them boys because they called themselves, as a group, they were all best friends, they called themselves the boys. Oh, okay. So, as I was taking note, I kind of wrote that. It kind of sounds kind of kind of lame as fuck. Kind of sounds like a, an now, Am- now Amazon it, Prime show. Yeah, now that it's coming out loud, <laughs> it, it sounds kind of stupid, but you know. No, I'm okay with the it. The boys. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, they also lived with their parents, all of them. Okay. And they all loved playing sports, especially basketball. Uh, they were on a team together called the Gateway Gators, not to be confused with Gateway Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored, they were sponsored by a local program for the mentally handicapped. Oh, yeah, that's nice. They're doing good things. Yeah, the Gators were set to begin a tournament on February 25th that was actually sponsored by the Special Olympics. The winner of which tournament of this basketball tournament was going to get some like week long trip to Los Angeles where they would visit blah 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 and wow, all, all sorts of shenanigans. Very fancy, yeah. So they were super excited about it. Right. They had prepared their uniforms, right? Like laid them out on like in their bedrooms and shit. 
Now, mind you, like I said, mid 20s to late 30s or early 30s, these guys all sound like they're 17, 18 years old <laughs> when you hear this entire thing, but they're not. They're, they're full adults. They're older right. than I am. They're okay. not actually boys. They're not actually boys. Got it. And they had asked that their parents make sure they were up in the morning, bright <laughs> and early, so that they can make sure that they get to this tournament on time because it's very important. Did they bring their parents to the tournament? I mean, I'm sure the parents were going to go, right? To be supportive? Yeah, you got to support your boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is, sure. this is a big deal. Yeah. They could have won a trip to Los Angeles, Jessica. Mm-hmm. But the night before... Their their big tournament debut. Uh, the group decided to drive up to UC Davis, okay, which was in a city that I don't remember the name of. Uh, started with a C, I think. Look it up. Uh, it was about fifty miles north of Yuba City. Okay. And I thought this was important to note. It is winter. It is February. It's winter. Sure, it's towards the end of winter, but it's still cold as shit. It is Southern California now. Though. They're not in Southern California. <gasps> Northern California. They're in Northern California, Ooh. where it does actually get cold. <laughs> <laughs> but because it was cold, they all put on some light coats and they went up to the event. Okay. Nice. They went to UC Davis. They wanted to watch some basketball game. They were playing against another school that they like all fucking hated for some reason. A school. UC Davis is a college, Jessica. Right. Well, I thought they weren't in a school. They're not. But they're. But competing. they hate another school. They're not competing. They went up to watch. Oh, they're gotcha. viewing. Gotcha. They're in the they're in the crowd. Sorry. They hate this school so much. They want to go to support this other school because fuck that other school. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like everyone roots for. I mean, what Dolphins, Buccaneers, because they're playing against the Patriots and everyone fucking hates the Patriots. You know what I mean? Okay. It's kind of like that. After the game, the group drove to a store where they purchased snacks, sodas. You know, some road food uh, and cartons of milk. <laughs> I, I I did throw that in there because I thought that was weird as shit. <laughs> like, it's, why are you buying some milk? It's strange, yeah. But who knows? Uh, and this was shortly before 10 p.m. when the store was set to close. Now we know this because the woman working at the store remembers them all very specifically because they ruined her chance of getting off early. Ah. Uh. They ruined her clothes because they came in. This big group came in five guys, and went through the store, walked around, wasted her time. She couldn't start closing, mm -hmm. yada, yada. She remembers them. Uh, little did she know, she would be the last person to see them alive. Oops. Does that mean someone saw them dead at some point? I don't know. You're implying that someone maybe. does. You've also already stated that four of them I died. was. I was about to say, <laughs> I was like, maybe if you would have listened, <laughs> he would have heard confirmation on the fact. <laughs> So after none of the boys returned home in the morning, their parents notified the police. And I'm assuming, you know, they've all been friends for a while. Each parent like called the other parent. We're like, hey, what the fuck? Like, did they go sleep over your house? Yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. No, they didn't because none of them returned home. Right. Okay. And that was February 24th was the night of the 24th that they left the liquor store market, whatever you want to call it. And were never seen again. On the 28th, their car was spotted parked. At the Plumas National Forest, okay, which okay. if you look at a map, they remember if you if you recall me saying, oh, I don't think I said north. UC Davis is 50 miles <laughs> north of Yuba City. Okay. They found the car north of Yuba City, of, of UC Davis. Well, so even north, further? Northeast, yes. Okay. Up in the Plumas National Forest, which is a national forest that is connected to the Sierra Nevadas, which is the enormous mountain range in California. Okay. And at this time of the year, right, February, uh, many people go there to ski or snowboard, 
meaning there is a vast amount of snow. A lot here. of snow. Yes. Yeah. The mountain trail that the car was parked on was about 70 miles from UC Davis in a complete opposite direction of Yuba City. They should have they should have drove 50 miles back home. They drove 70 miles away from it huh. to a mountain range. Okay. I mean, not crazy. It's a bunch of young Maybe. dudes like probably getting drunk, probably partying, yeah. having a good time and just doing something spontaneous and probably reckless and stupid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, none of the families had any ideas why any of the guys would drive there, would drive to this mountain range, especially without any clothes to fight the cold. They had nothing. They put on light coats, right? Like, and by that, I'm assuming they mean like basic sweaters. Hoodies. Yeah. Nothing to withstand. Perfect enough to get from your car to a building and back, but really not great to actually be standing in the cold for a, for more than like 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, two of the families even noted that their sons absolutely hated cold weather and would always refuse trips to, the, to go up to the snow. They never wanted to go to it. Okay. Both of these families reported that their sons would had visited snow when they were children and decided, fuck no, I hate this. Never again. Never again. And then never again did they go. Hmm. The car was parked at the end of a dirt road stuck in snow, but police noted that five young men could have easily pushed it out of the snow by saying two officers pushed it out of the snow. Hmm. Five young men could have done it, no problem. Yeah. Right? Yes. In the car, they found trash from the store. Makes sense. Right? Uh, as well as the car keys. And police stated that the car started without any issues. So it wasn't like it, it The car died. didn't die. Yeah. started without any issues. And then I know my thought was, oh, so they ran out of gas or something. They had a quarter tank of gas. I'm More still- More than enough to get back down the trail. Sure. And get to the nearest gas station. I'm still on the theory that they were just doing something that was drunk and spontaneous. It's very possible. It's very possible. That's the thing that makes the most sense, honestly. Yes. The car was also found to be completely unlocked with a couple of the windows rolled down. Okay. And now remember, it's winter. And it's, it's cold. snowing. Well, hold on. It wasn't snowing in at UC Davis or in Yuba City, but they drove up to a mountain range where there is a fuck ton of snow. Yeah. So it's already cold. Then they drove up, like, I think the elevation was something like 4,000 feet. Like, they drove up into a mountain range and then stopped their car in a snow thing, got stuck in snow, and then rolled their windows down and got out and left the car. Mm. Or their windows were down the whole time. Either way, they're wild. No idea <laughs> what's going on there. I mean, it's not like I I think it's wise to get drunk and get high at the same time, but you have done this. That is true. And many other people have. It's yeah. possible they did that. That's that's what I'm thinking. That it was just a spontaneous like, hey, you know what we've never done type of thing so far. Except the road that they had to drive to get up to where the car was parked is a very bumpy, not well-made dirt road. They were driving a very old car that had a very low-hanging muffler, which was very, hold on, it sounds like it's unnecessary information. It is necessary. Because there was no mud or scuffs on any part of the car, including the low-hanging muffler, which means the person driving was insanely careful to go around any divots in the road that would have caused that muffler to hit the floor, which, as cops drove up, noticed this road is goddamn awful. Even their car was. Even basically. their car, yes. So they probably were not drunk or high. 
at least the driver wasn't. Okay. You could say, you could argue. Sure. And the boys did not buy alcohol from the store that they stopped at. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, a search began. Right. Okay. In and, in and around the area that the car was found. As the search was beginning, I think it was the day of, a snowstorm hit that part of uh, Northern California, Nevada area. Bummer. Um, they continued the search for a couple of days. Go figure too. It almost never happens. And then. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, they continued the search for a couple of days, but they they had to call it off after the, the snowstorm made it unsafe for the search team. Mm-hmm to find them because the search team was getting were getting lost themselves mm. they couldn't find their way back and they were on snowmobiles and shit yeah they and they had no fucking idea where they were obviously weren't drunk and high and they could not find bodies if if you can't find your way back you can't search for shit yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah then after the search was called off police got a very very interesting tip from someone okay a man reported to the police that he owned a cabin not far from where the car was found. It would be about 50 to 100 feet. Oh, that's not, that's really that's not far. Really not far. He owned a cabin right there. Uh, now, mind you, his cabin might've been up a ways, but the bottom of his driveway was about 50 to 100 feet from where they were. Um, so I, I thought this was fun. He was actually in his car when their car was parked, this man. Okay. So the man- Now, hold on. Yes. Does that mean he was already parked and there they pulled up next to him? They pulled up about 50 to 100 feet away from him, yes. Okay. So he went up to his cabin to prep it because he was going to go hunting soon. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to drive up, prep it, and then go back home. Unfortunately, his, his car got stuck in snow, right? And as he was trying to get it out of the snow, he felt like he was having a heart attack. And he thought, okay, it's happening. I can try to make it back to my my cabin, but if I don't make it, I'm dead. Yeah. Or I can get in my car, Rest. leave the car on, and then hopefully my heart attack fades so that I can drive out of here. Yeah. So he got into his car and was in insane an insane amount of pain right. for about six hours. Six hours. Six hours. I say for six hours. This is for a lot longer than six hours, but about six hours into the pain. <laughs> <laughs> so he got into his car. He kept it running. And he knew one of two things would happen. Either he would, his heart would stop. Yes. And he could drive down or, or one of three things. Shit. Well, Either his heart, heart would, his stop, heart would attacking. stop attacking <laughs> <laughs> and he could drive to the hospital. Yeah. Uh, option two, his heart wouldn't stop on being attacking and w- shit. <laughs> and his car being on would keep him warm at least so that he wouldn't die right. from hypothermia. Yes. He would die from a heart attack at most. Or option three, he was going to die, but at least he tried. Right. You know, like at least there's that. So, but he was hoping that his heart would would stop fucking killing calm him. down. That way he could drive to the hospital. Yes. Because he couldn't walk because he would get hypothermia and die while walking. So, like I said, six hours into his heart attack, essentially, uh, it's about midnight and he saw headlights pull up behind him and he was kind of surprised because this is kind of like a, a dead part of this a, trail. Like a desolate place. Yeah. Uh, and there was a group of people that were standing around the car with their headlights on. Okay. So the man is like, wow, I'm saved. I can, I can call for help and they'll call 911 and whatever. As he was looking though, before he said anything, as he's looking in his mirror, maybe, you know, maybe he sees them. Uh, he saw the shape of many people, but one he specifically noted looked like a woman holding a baby. You can imagine that like silhouette. Yeah. Of like a woman holding a baby. 
Yes. That's what he saw. Maybe it wasn't, maybe it was. Okay. This is what he reports. Yeah. So he rolls down his window and he called them for help, right? Because he thinks he's gonna die because honestly, six hours into a heart attack, you're probably gonna die. <laughs> They're not supposed to last that long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but as soon as he did, the group went completely silent and the headlights turned off and he didn't hear anything else again. What? Until later, another car pulled up where people exited the car, turned off the headlights and had flashlights turned on. A and second car? A second car. Of different people? Different people. Walked out of their car with flashlights, headlights turned off and they're walking. He noticed that, hey, there's people there and he called them for help. And as soon as he called for help, they stopped talking completely, went completely silent and their flashlights turned off. Later, he noted that a third car also pulled up, but he was too weak to call out for help. So he just watched. He also stated to police at this point, he was in so much pain that this may have been a delusion. Okay, that's fair. He said the first two were definitely not. He said, but this one may have been. He's like, but I fully believe that this was their I saw what a I third saw. car pulled up. Yeah. Remember this was the 24th of February. This is the same night that the kids went missing, that the man had a heart attack, all of that. Yes. We're gonna jump forward. It is now June 4th. Whoa. We're jumping forward that's quite a, a bit. That's very far. Yeah, June 4th. But I don't know what he saw when he watched the third party. He didn't see anything. He saw a car pull up. He said he just watched. He watched as a car parked with their headlights on and then drove away. Okay. That's all he saw. Okay. But again, he thinks that might've been a delusion, but he doesn't know. It's June 4th and none of the Yuba County Five have been found. Mm -hmm. We're talking almost four months. Yeah. A group of motorcyclists, and I'm assuming by that they mean people that just drive up into the mountain and hang out at a cabin or something. Yeah. Because there's no way that motorcyclists would just drive up into the mountain range, mm -hmm. right? Uh, a trailer was discovered about 20 miles away from the where the parked car was. Mm -hmm. It's no longer there, obviously, but where it was. And they Wait, saw- why is that obvious? Why is it obvious that their car isn't there anymore? Because it's three months later and the car is in police evidence. Okay. The car might've stayed there for a couple of days until they got everything that they could out Realized of it. Realized they were missing persons. And then took it away. Came and started investigating. Yeah. Okay. Plus you can't just have a car sitting in a national park. Right. It's gotta go eventually. Yeah. Especially three months. Mm -hmm. It's gotta go. They noticed that this trailer had a shattered window. They went to investigate, opened the door, found that it was unlocked mm -hmm. and immediately smelt something fucking terrible. Uh. And what they discovered was the body of Ted Weiner. Now, Less this, funny. Is, this is interesting to note. Yeah. He was not wearing shoes. He was wrapped in eight bed sheets on the bed. Okay. He had frostbitten feet that were gangrenous. Ugh. And he had lost over a hundred pounds. So he was like emaciated. Yes. Now, doctors that did the autopsy said that he died, that Ted died of a mixture of starvation and hypothermia about 13 weeks after going missing. Okay. Was his time of death, was about 13 weeks after the, the 24th of February. Yeah. Do the math yourself, I have no idea. So now that they found this, right, obviously police were involved and they now they have some sort of lead as to now they have a, a center to search from, right? And the very next day, the bodies of Bill Sterling and Jack Ma Mad Madruga were found on the side of a road about 11 miles from where the car was parked. The cabin is 20 miles away. They were found 11 miles away from where the car was. Not necessarily 11 miles from the cabin, 
thought that is important to note. And one second. Yeah. The cabin is still the cabin. Trailer. That- I said cabin. I meant trailer. Okay. 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 Because the cabin was the one that was 50 to 100 feet from where they yes. parked the car. The trailer is the one that's uh, several miles away. 20 miles. Like 20.2 miles. Okay. From where the car was parked. Okay. Is where the first body was found. Then after making that the center and then searching around it, they discovered Bill Sterling and Jack Madruga 11 miles from the car. Not 11 miles from the cabin, 11 miles from the car. Okay. Bill Sterling, his body was partially consumed. By animals, I assume. You can assume that. I would. It's been three to four months. Yeah. They found the Dyatlov Pass victims a lot sooner than that. Yes, but it was also Russia- that's true. Northern Russia. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And in the winter. No living creature sticks around for that kind Possibly. of cold. Only bones remained of Jack. Jack Madruga. Only bones. That's weird. Remained of him. Okay. Both doctors believe died of hypothermia. Okay. Again, don't know how the fuck they know that, considering that only bones remained, but who knows? Whoa. <laughs> you mixed up. Nope, we're good. <laughs> I thought I had a lot more to go. I don't have that much more to go. Okay. We're very drunk, Jessica. I know. <laughs> okay. So by this point, three of them have been found. Yes. Two days later. Wait, I'm sorry. so I am so sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. But you there are. was the one guy that was found dead in the trailer. In the trailer. With the gangrenous and frostbitten feet. Frostbitten feet. Um, and then the two that were found eleven miles from the spot where the park car was parked. Where the trailer, where the car was parked, yes. Okay. I'm just making sure I'm keeping track of everything. There are are. five of them. That's three so far. Okay. Two days later, after finding Bill and Jack. Yes. There was a second Jack, if you were paying attention. There's two Jacks. Okay. Uh, Two days later, Jack Hewitt, which was one of the other boys, his father found his son's backbone beneath a bush. What? By backbone, I believe they mean spine. (laughs) beneath a bush, two miles north of the trailer. How could he possibly know that that was his son's spine? He had no idea. He found a spine. He found he found a spine. No idea that it was his son's. In a bush, a couple miles from the cabin? From the trailer. From the trailer. Yes. Okay. It wasn't until later that day, they discovered his son's clothing and connected that that was his son's fucking spine. So he's just hiking out there trying to find his boy? Is like, is that why, is that he's why on, he He's a part it? of the search party. They found, they found one of the boys after three, three and a half months of searching. Yes. Found one body. Yeah. So event, so uh, naturally so all sad. of the families went out to join the search parties of course to find it was, all of their children. It was him who would find and a, he a found spine. his son's spine under a bush. And the next day after that, Jack Hewitt's skull was found about 300 feet from where his spine was. I am so confused. How strange. Doctors have said that he also died of hypothermia. Again, I have no fucking idea how they can tell that. If it's just a skull and a spine. Yeah, that doesn't sound very hypothermic. Yeah, it sounds like- I don't know of any scavenging animal that would pick up bones and take them- 300 feet away. You can't do an autopsy on a spine and like a partial skull. You can't do that. That's not an autopsy. I guarantee it's just their best scientific educated guess. They guessed hypothermia. And the last bullet point, Jessica, Gary Mathias was Mm -hmm. never found and has yet to be found. His remains never found. 
is live person, never seen. Clothing, gone. items. If you remember, he was the one that had schizophrenia. Yeah. Was on medication. Mm-hmm. They were all very clearly alive for weeks after the right. incident. Right. And he didn't have his medication with him. So Even if he didn't, it wouldn't have lasted that long. You'd think they would have found him. You would think that he would have, they would have found his body. At least. After shit, what, 30, 40 years of searching for it? Mm-hmm. Nope. Gone. Ew. So many, many theories. Well, they also, they didn't find the complete body of the others, too. Like no. that last guy was they just found, half a, like, partial skull and spine. Yeah. And that's about it. Like, where the fuck did your femur go? An animal didn't swallow that. No or idea. digest it. No idea. So theorists believe that, and this is including cops who like try to like piece together what happened. Yeah. That the boys decided to go up to this snow range for some reason, this mountain range, and hang out in the snow or something. Or maybe people said that they had a trailer out way deep in the area, whatever. They think that the boys got lost in the forest during all of the snow, found the trailer, broke in, all five of them stayed inside of this trailer. Then, after one of them died in the trailer, decided, fuck, we need to get the fuck out of here because we're all going to die. And all parted in different directions and didn't make it far. Once again. Now, it is very important to, to note this fact, that this trailer had a fireplace in it, a fireplace that was not used. They were clearly there for at least a day, we'll say. Yeah. Okay. At least a day mm-hmm. they were in this trailer. There's no way they could have survived in the cold for 12 weeks without any form of like shelter or something, but they were in this trailer for at least a day. Like I said, this trailer has a fireplace with many boxes of matches, lighters, logs of wood sitting around and countless, countless, countless books and newspapers that they could have used for kindling to get a fire going. And a fire was not lit. Weird. There was just a dead body found inside yeah. with... I didn't mention this because I didn't think it was too important when I read it, but maybe I will now. Next to his body was jewelry, wallets, whatever, that were his, as well as watches and necklaces that were not his and were not any of the other boys and were too valuable for people to just leave there. What? Yeah. That's weird. It's very weird. God, what about those first two cars? Who knows? Why? Who knows? We Why know leave that, that one cabin car, at all. Why leave that cabin at all when your car was right there? 50 to 100 feet from that cabin. What? They left. They parked the car. Assumingly, they went into the cabin that was 50 to 100 feet. It was not. You're thinking of the man who was parked 50 I'm to not, 100 feet. I'm thinking of his cabin. His cabin was 50 to 100 feet away from his car. Yes. Their car was 20 miles away from their trailer that they were in. No, I understand all of that. Okay. They went to a deserted location and parked next to this man who was having a heart attack. Yes. Not, I don't know that it was like the next parking space, you know what I mean? But like- Uh In the vicinity. A hundred feet's kind of a distance. It'd be no, what? sure. Hold but on, hold on. For you, your Europeans and literally everyone who's not American, it'd be like <laughs> 35 meters. Either way. About 35 meters away. Right. I don't know that they arrived in the middle of a blizzard. Like, was it impossible to see? There was no snowstorm yet. Okay. So 50 to 100 feet from where you're parked, you can see a house. Oh, you can see. No, you no, no. You can no. see a cabin. They, they could see his car. His cabin was not right next to where his car was parked. So was it like blocked by trees and foliage and stuff? Probably. 
And like okay. I said, there's probably like a, a walkway so or driveway up to the cabin. It sounds like what you're saying is they didn't see the walkway or driveway that led to, led to his home. Who knows? Because I feel like if that was significant, that would have been mentioned in the story that his cabin had been broken into, that people had used things inside, all that Maybe. stuff. Two other cars showed up. That's weird. Mm-hmm. It's weirder then that they didn't just go into the cabin that was very nearby that he had just prepped. It's strange that they wandered away from where their car was parked. It's also strange that they were the only ones who didn't return back to it because apparently the other two cars were not among the missing people, the the remains, the dead people remains that were found out in the snow. That is correct. It was only those five, well, four, that were found out in the snow. Yep. Either frozen and dead or just in pieces. Consumed was the word I used. I don't get it. That's yeah. gross and weird. I know. See, mine isn't gross, but it is weird. I'm I'm down with weird. <laughs> but mine was very gross. Super gross. Yeah. The very, American very, Dyatlov Pass. Very American Dyatlov Pass. And it makes me kind of embarrassed because American people showed up with all the means they needed to survive and still did. Basically. Didn't. <laughs> and still did. Still well, shit, did not. So did the Russians. The fact that they were partially consumed doesn't make me immediately right. think right. like, oh, it must have been some no, kind there's of animals, monster or yeah, alien or whatever. There are predators birds, around. There's right. mammals that partially would consumed, crawl sure. out, eat the shit out of this free food yes. that's just sitting here and then go away. Now, the fact that all they could find was a partial skull and a spine of that one dude, that's, that's strange. They also found his clothes. Don't forget that. That's also weird. Like- Animal, an animal is not going to remove your clothes first before it eats you. Maybe. Strange. Okay. Odd. And certainly gross. Definitely contributes. Um, And then guy who's missing. I mean, I don't fucking know. He's gone. Have not found him. Freaking gone. This was in 78. It is now 2020. We're talking 42 years, right? Two. No. 30, 42 years. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. 42. 42 years. Haven't found his body or bones. Bones wouldn't just disappear. No. His corpse would be gone by now. But well, his sure. bones would Flesh still be there. Flesh would, yeah. Flesh Haven't and found organs. found him. And he was never seen again anywhere. Gross. And his picture was everywhere. Ew. Yeah. See, that was almost something I made my missing person story, though. A lot of people inexplicably go missing in national parks. There's a very fun conspiracy theory about this that I will not jump into. No. Because I don't personally believe it. But we have a friend who does. Yes, we do. (laughs) And it's too good for me to talk about. It'll have to be something we talk about sometime in the future. But because there's a lot to pick through and some of it is weak and some of it is legitimately like thought provoking. Yeah. But it is revolving around national parks and this weird phenomenon where people go in. People who are very experienced, grown Mm -hmm. men who are strong and capable and very experienced when it comes to very difficult hikes, will go on very simple, non-complicated hikes in a national park and go missing and never be found. And yep. if they are found, it's it's impossible to decide how they died. Yep. Doesn't make sense. Nope. Unless they were shot by the government. What? Dun, dun, ah. Yeah. Again, conspiracy theory that we will not go into. (laughs) Another time. We'll table it. Maybe we'll have a conspiracy theory episode and one of us will talk about it. We'll have to do that. 
Yeah. But for now, it's break time. Break time. I'm going to eat some snacks. I'm going to take a piss. Oh, oh, shit, me too. I'm going to take a piss and eat some snacks. Piss and snacks. Piss, piss and, and snacks. snacks. Piss, piss and snacks. having a fun conversation about women sinking periods right mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. fucking creepy that is it's creepy to us too dude <laughs> maybe we don't know why it happens it's fucking weird yeah uh, i don't see a chick and think oh man i want to bleed on the same days <laughs> as her where the fuck did i put it it's gone i don't know I'll be back. I'm on the search for my drink. You took my drink off the counter, Jessica. This was your drink. I no, claimed, you took mine off the counter. I claimed it. That's yours now. And now I'm going to get fucking hep C or something. <laughs> I know you can get it from unclean tattoo needles. Saliva. You can get it from saliva. I know that because dad had to get tests for hep C when people would spit in his eyes at work. Hmm. Yes. Do you remember Predator 2? Yeah. You remember the like crime lord and it was a female with dreadlocks? No. Okay. Well, there was a female with dreadlocks and she was a crime lord in Predator 2. Okay. And uh, she had AIDS. Uh-huh. And she poked herself with a needle and then placed the needle in her hair so that when cops tried to get her in a car, they would get AIDS. Mm. But she'd put like several of them hidden in her dreadlocks. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's not actually how AIDS works. It was in Predator 2. I don't know if you heard me. That's how I know it It was legitimate and something we should all be frightened of. You have AIDS. Yes, you have AIDS. Not HIV, but full-blown AIDS. I'm I'm sorry sorry to see this is not HIV. Dax Shepard. Who? uh, Without a paddle. He's married to Kristen Bell. Oh. Dax Shepard or Ashton Kutcher? Ashton Kutcher. I don't find Dax Shepard attractive. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. It's just the truth. All right. We're going to replace Ashton Kutcher. Dax Shepard or Bob Saget? Bob Saget. What did I just say? (laughs) Bob Saget from Full House. He's wearing that outfit. I know what's going on underneath (laughs) that sweater. Danny Turner. (laughs) He's jizzing and immediately vacuuming. (laughs) In. So for no reason whatsoever, Sam and I were talking about sex dreams. She was telling me she had a, a sex dream about she. I'm sorry. It's Sam. So she was telling me she had a sensual dream. There we go. I was like, what the? She said that Chris Pratt was like lovingly and tenderly kissing her hand. Wait, fat Chris Pratt or ripped Chris Pratt? Ripped Chris Pratt (laughs) was kissing her hand very tenderly while she was crying. He was trying to comfort her. And I was like, yeah, see my most recent, because she specifically asked, she was like, what was your most recent sex dream with celebrity? And I said, my most recent was of someone I don't find particularly attractive. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> <laughs> who? Who was it? 
Pete Davidson. Ew. Oh, I hate him. I was like, see, oh, I don't know. How dare you? I don't you? know what it is. I don't think he's funny. I'm not impressed by him. I don't think he's that great. I'm like, and yet I had this dream with him in it and I woke up and I just didn't get it. And she was like, well, what happened in the dream? I was like, I think you know exactly what happened. And it was literally nothing but that. And that's all it was. And there was no warm up either. It was just boom. It was happening. And it was like full bore, top speed. And then it was done. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My most recent, mm -hmm. you know, sex dream. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't even know her name, the actress, but she plays Marcy on Californication. Okay. You said you liked her on the little <gasps> clip you watched? Yeah, she's like the little Latina. She might be. She looks Latina, but she sounds, her accent. She sounds Chicago. like it's fucking Chicago. Chicago or Staten yeah. Island or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and she, yeah, that was what it was. And I had no control over oh, no, anything. Of course not. Yeah. Yeah. No, she got it. Mm -hmm. She took control of the entire thing. You're just along for the ride. I was just there. Mm -hmm. I was just existing. As was I with Pete. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get him. Gotta get him. Gotta get him before the, the moon comes up. Up and away, got a big day, sorry, can't stay, I gotta run, run now. And we're back. Three shots in, we're back from the break. So we go spin. What do we got? So number one, I don't even know if I said wheel spin or just kind of like, a <laughs> but we got something I pretend to like and something I pretend to hate. Okay. Hmm. So... What do you pretend to like? I don't pretend anymore, but I did pretend for a long time to like um, cosplay. Mm. I don't. I, I was never a fan. I can respect when someone put a lot of work into a costume and like at the end of it, it looks like really on point. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I've tried my hand at it. Like I gave it a, a good college try. Yeah. I didn't like it. I was underwhelmed. I see. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something I pretend to like. Okay. Something I pretend to like. Camping. <laughs> <laughs> uh I have been on a couple camping trips as a child. And by camping it's like one or two nights tops at like a beach mm -hmm. in some sort some form of like trailer. And then as an adult, camping camping many times. And honestly, the camping part of it, I fucking hate all of it. Yes. I hate setting up. I hate taking down. I hate cooking. I hate cleaning. I hate all of it. I hate being out in the open with the sun on my skin and bugs biting me and flying around me and possibly crawling up on me. I hate all of that. Mm -hmm. The only positive side was the booze. You could drink as much as you want all day, every day, and absolutely no one judges you. That's the one thing. And that's the only way I made it through mm -hmm. was just being drunk the entire time. Right. Yeah. Pretend to like camping because it means I can be drunk for like a 24 hour period. Mm -hmm. Now, what do you pretend to hate? Pretend this is getting, hate. this is getting real. Something I pretend to hate. What do you pretend to hate, but you secretly love? Secretly. I pretend to hate rap, but... Sometimes I hear some certain raps and I like it. Interesting. Specifically Doja Cat. That's hardly rap. That's like singing rap. It 
It's still rap, and I like it. What about Eminem? Every white person likes Eminem's rap. That's true. What about Jay-Z? Sometimes, yeah. Jay-Z's got some good stuff mixed Mm -hmm. in there. Yes. What about Kanye? Actually, yeah, sometimes. I would say very minimal. I think there's like two or three songs of Kanye's that I actually... I don't go out of my way to find them, but some some of the raps of his I've listened to, I did like. Now, I can't name for you what the raps were called, yeah. like the songs or whatever, because I don't, I. I don't remember the names of songs of bands and certain genres of music I do like. I don't really usually seek things out. They usually just find me and I either like them or I don't. Yeah. I can get it because the majority of rap is just awful. I agree. There are a few gems in there. That's what I'm saying. Like, I pretend to hate it all, but like... There, there are some things I'm okay with. Okay. I do legitimately hear them and I, I am entertained. Okay. I'll give you that. Um, shit. What do I pretend to hate? Everything. I do hate most things. So I won't say that that's pretending. <laughs> <laughs> I, it is just fact. Something you pretend to hate. Popular pop songs. But you love the most popular of the pop. And that is art pop. Art pop is peak pop. It is peak pop. That is pop. fact. It is but wonderful But it, it is pop. not the most popular pop. It is underestimated pop. It is very underestimated pop. It is fantastic is what it is. I'm going to say... How about like the first season of... Don't say Riverdale. I hated it from almost the very beginning. I mean, you couldn't have hated it completely because you made it all the way to the end of season two. I had high hopes. I have no idea how after that many episodes... You thought maybe it would turn around. I don't believe that for a second. There was something about it you liked. There was. There was two somethings I liked. Was it bitches in tight clothes? It was bitches in tight clothes. (laughs) (laughs) But see, you could get that almost anywhere. True. They're all over the place. True. But not all of them are my age. A lot of them Uh, are 30 pretending to be my age. And they're already like married and shit. That's no fun. Yeah, because you're way more likely to have access to them, the ones who are unmarried. You never know, Jessica. Mm-hmm. You never know. Yeah. Might bump into me when I'm at Ralph's or something and be like, hey, something. you're cool. I pretend to hate Converse. I like Converse. I think, personally, in my head, I think that Converse are, they look fine. Like, they look like nice shoes. Yeah. Wearing Converse, I'm not comfortable I think they're very uncomfortable and I think like they just look bad when I like look down at my own feet, but like looking at other people, Converse look good, but because I don't look good in them, I feel, I absolutely say that I hate them and will tell everyone, even from this moment forward, (laughs) I don't give a fuck that all of our listeners know that I'm a fraud. I hate Converse, but secretly they look really good on other people. (laughs) (laughs) Just not me. It is time for my... Missing person. It is time to hear about your missing person or persons. Is or person. Is it person? Persons? It is a singular person. Singular actually. person. Um, I thought about it. I went out of my way to look up mass disappearances, uh, and I found some interesting stuff. But it was a, kind of a lot of the same story. Like oh, they like found Roanoke type of shit. Basically, creepy, but yeah. also very short and you know familiar. As creepy as it is, like the idea of that happening more than once is like not nice it grosses me out but still i was like what do i want to find i was like i feel like i'm just gonna find something i want to find something 
that at the end of it, you're confused. <laughs> ah. That was my goal. So I found one. This missing person's name is Zeb Quinn. Zeb Quinn was 18 years old. Um, and on uh, Sunday, January 2nd, 2000, Asheville, North Carolina at 9 p.m. He finished his shift at Walmart, decided that night that he wanted to buy a new car uh, and asked a co-worker, Robert Jason Owens, to join him. He was going to drive. A, there's a car dealership open past 9 p.m.? Not a dealership, no. He was going to buy oh. it from someone else. Okay. Yes. He had a car in mind, was going to drive about, he was going to drive to a place called Leicester in North Carolina. That's about less than 20 minutes away from where he was. He and his coworker, Robert Owens, were going to take separate cars. Now, they met in the parking lot as they had planned, got in their cars separately and drove off. Uh, security camera shows that they pulled into a gas station on the way to Leicester. They bought soda and they left. Cut to January 4th. That was January 2nd. Okay. This is two days later. Quinn's mother, Denise, reports him missing. He went out after his shift at Walmart. She knew he was going to. He was interested in a car. Mm -hmm. And then he never came back. Um, so she reports him missing January 4th. January 5th, someone calls into Walmart claiming to be Quinn, says that he is sick and he cannot come in for his shift. But the coworker who answered the phone and took down what he said, told police that it did not sound like it was Quinn who was speaking to them. Mm. So police decided they were going to attempt to trace the call. Okay. And Can they you did. trace a call after a call is placed? I assume. Okay. Because I don't know how, they, there's absolutely no way they could have predicted this call was coming. Yeah. They must have, there must be like phone records somewhere. This was 2000. So maybe this, that kind of stuff was just starting. I don't know. Anyway, they were able to trace the call that Walmart received, and the the trace led them to a Volvo plant. Volvo, like the car? Yes. A okay. plant that put together Volvos. Uh, so they showed up, and when they arrived, they discovered that Robert Owens, the co-worker who joined Quinn uh, on his journey to view this new car he wanted to buy was actually also an employee at this Volvo plant. And after talking to people at Walmart, they came to realize that Robert Owens was the last person to have ever seen Quinn ah. since his disappearance. So they decided to get his get a statement from him. What exactly happened? You were the last person to see him as far as we know. So Robert Owens sits down with them and he says the reason he had made the call to Walmart was because Quinn had asked him to make the call. I'm sure. In order to yeah. get out get out of his shift and not, you know, lose his job or not get in trouble or whatever. Um, and that after they left the gas station, that Quinn had begun flashing his lights and he pulled over to the side of the road. So Robert Owens, who is the man who's being questioned right now, pulled over also. And it turned out that Quinn had said he'd received a page and that he had to make a call. So, you know, they pull out. Oh, shit. I forgot they had pagers. In I know. Wow. Yeah. I forgot that was pagers how, existed. Yeah, there for was a no there. emergency cell phones. You had pagers then. Yeah. So someone had paged him and he was like, hey, someone called me. I need to return the call. I'm going to turn back. I'm going to find a payphone. So Robert Owens was like, okay, sure. They find a payphone. Um, and according to Robert Owens in his statement, he said that Quinn came back after about 10 minutes and he was absolutely panicked, frantic even. 
Owens told police that Quinn told him basically forget about the new car uh, and proceeded to haul ass out of the parking lot. He ended up rear ending Owens truck. And then like said sorry and just fucking took off. Now, police also, when they were getting this statement from Owens, asked him about some noticeable injuries on his body. And then Owens explains that after Quinn left later that night, because, you know, he continued to do other things, he ended up in another car accident. Not that Owens rear ending his truck was a car accident. But anyway, I think that's significant enough and that he had visited the emergency room but had not filed a a police report. And in the emergency room, he had some head injuries and a broken rib treated. Okay. So moving on. After Owen's statement, they decide to try and trace the page that Quinn had allegedly received the night of his disappearance. So they're like, had anyone paged him at all? Yeah. So apparently we can, they can trace anything. Apparently. Anytime. I guess. So they do that. And they find changes. (laughs) (laughs) They do find that that night that Quinn disappeared, he did receive a page. So they trace it and they trace that page all the way back to Quinn's aunt's house. Oh. Yes. To his aunt Ina's house. Mm, Ina. Yes. Ina, however, when police confronted her, denied that she had made any calls that night. She said that she was having dinner at her friend Tamara Taylor's house and that In fact, that night while she was gone, her house had been broken into, but that the people who had broken into her house, people or person who had broken into her house had stolen nothing. They had only rearranged her picture frames. What? Yes. How would she have known this? She just noticed that they were out of order, but nothing was gone. So according to her statement, whoever broke into her house must have also paged Quinn and whatever they had said when he called them back must have sent him into some sort of panic. So someone broke into Ina's house. Yes. And Ina Hurry, uh, did you get that? I'm, I'm still, I'm not following. Someone broke into her house, rearranged her picture frames, <laughs> dialed a pager. Yes. Oh, and then, and then waited for a call to return to that number, answered it, and then for about 10 minutes, Talked to someone else on the other line. Apparently. Okay. Yes. Uh, She's saying that that must have been what happened because she wasn't home. Sure. She was at a friend's house. Her friend can confirm. So anyway, January 6th. This is now four days after Quinn's disappearance. Quinn's mother, who was a nurse, receives a call from a fellow nurse who happened to also be a former classmate of Quinn's claims to Quinn's mother that she recognizes Quinn's car parked at a restaurant that is very close to the hospital that they both work at. Okay. So Quinn's mother calls in, reports it to police. Police go and investigate, and the car is found parked at a place called Little Pig's Barbecue (laughs) with the headlights on. Headlights wouldn't stay on for three days. Right. So they find his car parked at this barbecue place, Little Pig's Barbecue, with the headlights on. When they investigate, they find that inside is a hotel key card, a bunch of empty drink bottles, a black Labrador puppy that is alive. Again, couldn't have lasted three days. And a pair of lips and exclamation points drawn on the back windshield in pink lipstick. Huh. They also find a jacket that apparently didn't belong to Quinn. And they also found somehow that the driver's seat had been adjusted as though it was accommodating someone much shorter than Quinn was. Like a female? I don't know. 
So uh, apparently from the car, they ran their investigation. They did recover forensic evidence, but I guess it was nothing helpful. Uh, and they were not able to locate the hotel that the key card belonged to. Huh. Now, later on, they did receive a call. And this call was from a couple who reported that they had seen someone driving Quinn's car before police found it in the barbecue parking lot. And they agreed to work with a sketch artist to describe the person they saw. Uh-huh. Now, the sketch very closely resembled a girl named Misty Taylor. And it just so happened that Misty Taylor not only was allegedly in a romantic relationship with Quinn before his disappearance, she was also the daughter of Tamara Taylor, the woman that Aunt Ina had been at dinner with. Ah. Interesting. So as it turned out, Quinn and Misty Taylor had developed a romantic relationship in the weeks before his disappearance. And Taylor's abusive on again, off again boyfriend, whose name was Wesley Smith, had threatened Quinn when he found out that he and Taylor were involved. Hmm. Right. Interesting. Still doesn't explain why the page came from his aunt's house. It doesn't. It even said one of the little details in like the articles and stuff, the report of what happened. It said that Quinn, like Zeb Quinn wasn't in like constant communication with his aunt. Like they weren't super close right before he went, you know, missing. Mm -hmm. So it was weird for him to get a page from her house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That explains why he would return a call. Right. Because like if I get a call from someone that like, yeah, I know and I'm cool with, but I have, I don't talk to frequently and I haven't heard from in a while. If I could just get a call randomly, like someone died. Who was it? Right. But it, and that's, it's a family member too. Yeah. You're like, uh oh, something terrible happened. So she's claiming I didn't call him. And then someone, these, this random couple does work with the sketch artist and it really looks like his potential girlfriend may have been driving the car and is the one who left it at the barbecue place. So Quinn's aunt Ina, who was friends with Taylor's mother, Tamara, was having dinner at her house the night her home had been broken into and the night that Quinn had gone missing. So Misty Taylor claimed that she and her boyfriend were present at the dinner. And I'm assuming Ina and Tamara Taylor confirmed this because cops were unable to connect them to what happened. Ah, uh, corroborated corroborated witnesses. Right. Yep. So he went out, Zeb Quinn went out with Robert Owens, wanted a new car, got a page, went back to a payphone, made a call for about 10 minutes, became super panicked, freaked out, hit the back of Owens' car, sped away. And was never seen again. Basically. Huh. Now, some suspicious things. Don't forget, Robert Owens, his body was very injured. He had noticeable injuries when police came to interview him. Head injury, broken rib. They're like, hey, what happened to you? And he's like, oh, I got in a separate car accident. They're like, well, but your car's not fucked up. And he's like, yeah, it is actually, but just a little bit in the back because when he was speeding out, he rear-ended me. I got in a car accident through it from another car. And they're like, okay, cool. I guess we'll let that go. What else? And then he calls in and claims that uh, Zeb Quinn asked him to call in sick for him. They're like, okay, that's fucking weird. So at first they think it's him. Like, okay, you had something to do with his disappearance. Right. They start investigating him a little more closely. He becomes very uncooperative with police, which is suspicious, even more suspicious. And then this random ass couple calls in after they find Zeb Quinn's car and says, hey, we saw a woman driving the car in downtown, you know, Asheville or wherever, whatever town this is that they're in, in yeah. North Carolina. And they're like, okay, can you describe this woman? 
and they do. And it looks almost exactly like his girlfriend at the time. Right. So like interesting, but this girlfriend, Misty Taylor was apparently present with her very suspicious boyfriend at the party, the dinner party or whatever it was the same night that Zeb Quinn went missing. And that is all they have to go on. And eventually the case goes cold. Oh shit. It drops. They have shit. I feel like that wasn't even like an intelligent crime. Who knows? Why was there a fucking puppy in his car? Oh, that's a good point. Why the hotel oh. key card? Did someone take his car on a joyride and then just like get super fucking wasted and like high as a kite and like leave a fucking puppy in there? You know what I mean? Like had a blast, but then just like left the car in a barbecue parking lot. Cut to <gasps> March 17th, 2015, which is 15 years later. Jesus. Robert Owens, <gasps> who is the co-worker that was supposed to join Zeb Quinn on his journey to see the new car he wanted to purchase. Yes. Is arrested. Oh, shit. For the disappearance and murder of a Food Network star contestant, Christy Scoen, her husband, and her unborn baby. Whoa. Yeah. He murdered an entire family. Yeah. And he later admits to murdering them and dismembering their remains. Because. With apparently no motive. So there's no because. There is no because. No motive whatsoever. So now it looks like he killed that motherfucker all by himself. An investigation of his home reveals that, quote, fabric, leather materials, and unknown hard fragments were hidden under a layer of concrete at his home. Uh, like John Wick style? I don't know. And human remains were discovered in his wood stove. That grossed me out. That seemed like not a great place to hide it. Why wouldn't you hide it under the concrete? Not wonderful. If you were going to pour concrete, why didn't you just just put everything down there? I mean, not that it helped. You know, right away they saw this random ass slab of concrete. It would have been fine had he not been like, I need to murder again. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like had he just had his one fill, he would have been fine. Did he murder Zeb Quinn though? I don't know. He murdered someone. (laughs) Hold on. So, or I'm sorry, Owens, Robert Owens had always been the primary suspect in Quinn's disappearance. Yeah. I mean, it makes the most sense that he would have killed him. He's the last person With the confirmation that he's basically a fucking psycho. Uh, In 2017, he's indicted with Quinn's murder. So basically, he already has this other like triple murder tagged on. He's already life in prison. They just toss it on to everything he's already got. Yeah. They're like, no, you probably did it. And we've got some evidence. And this kind of like is the nail in the coffin. You know, the last nail in the coffin. You know what I mean? There isn't. Yes and no. Do I agree with it? Do I think that it looks like he did it at this point? Yes. Do I think they should have charged him with it and tried to immediately rush to a trial? I Absolutely not. Most likely he's going to get life in prison. He got, yeah, minimum 55. 55 to life. Max 75 with no chance of parole. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he's, I'm assuming at this point, already 30s. He's going to die. Basically, they send him to life in prison, essentially. And then they're going to try to like, just throw this other murder on him. Like it makes sense that you would have done this Mm -hmm. considering what you have done. So we're going to throw this on you. You are a precinct that is just trying to close a case to make your numbers look better. That's what I see. It, it, I really didn't like what, what I read. Very easy to close that case. Like, no, don't get me wrong. This man is so bad. He killed an entire family. He's basically admitting to being a sociopath. Who's to say he couldn't have killed his friend? Right. He's basically. That'd be be enough to swing the vote of most jury. Admitting that he's a murderer, that he's a sociopath, 
that he murdered and dismembered a family of three, essentially. Yeah. Um, however, he is not admitting to this one. And that's, I think, what, what is tripping people up. Because literally, it, it wouldn't harm him to admit it at this point. For what reason would he keep it to himself? He admitted to it because he just, he was like, no, like the evidence is against me. Okay. You found me out. Yeah, I did it. Like I'll admit to all the little details too. Like whatever. Yeah, I did it. So they're like, okay, well, if that's the kind of attitude he had, why wouldn't he just admit to the first one if he was responsible for it? It wouldn't, it wouldn't do anything to him at this point. He has nothing to lose. Yeah. See, I would agree. That's some fucked up shit. Especially if they haven't found a body. Yeah. If they're just, he was just presumed dead. Yes. They still have found absolutely no trace of him outside of just finding his car. That is not enough evidence. They don't know that he's even dead. There's no trace of him found. They couldn't tie anyone to his disappearance. So he's. God, I hope lawyers are dumb enough to put me on a jury one day. (laughs) So he's been indicted for it. That was 2017. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I completely forgot that your story wasn't over. That, I mean, that's about it. Okay. So okay. this the article I read, the most recent one, was written in 2018. The last note on that article. He was found guilty, by the way? It said that when they found him guilty for one, they indicted him for the other. So Oh, indicted. Yes. Indicted just means like you're accused. He's going to have to face a new... Like a, a new trial. A new trial, essentially, yes. for that. Yes. Um. Now, because... But a, but a trial can take years before it even happens. Yeah, and it hasn't yet, as far as I know. Okay. Um, and uh, Well, then there we go. Then a, that, jury, a jury might have they, the same thought as me. They still might, yes, they still might. Um, and in the article, it said that as of 2018, no new evidence. That's my story. All shall right. we spin the wheel a third we time? We shall spin the wheel a third time. A spin it. Annoying sounds. You want me to make an annoying you, sound? You, it specifically has in parentheses, say don't make. <laughs> okay. I believe it was you that came up with this one. It's because I would, it would occur to me, like, do I have to make an annoying sound? I can make so many annoying I sounds. I could, but I won't. Most annoying sound, most annoying sound. I know. Uh, when a ballsy fucking fly sees your ear and thinks, hey, I'm just going to crash my entire fucking body into that and then immediately fly away for no reason. That's the worst sound ever. That's like it's a that like bug. slowly approaching and then it's in your ear and you feel like something like bump right into your outer like. Yeah, and you slap yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hate it. Annoying sound. I don't like it. That's good. Do you know, you know what my annoying sound is? What is it? So, you know, when you're like, you're like sitting in your couch watching your TV, you know, it doesn't matter what you're watching. You can be watching Phantom of the Opera. You could be watching TikTok cringe. You could be watching pornography. I don't give a shit. You're watching <laughs> any something, of the arts. Okay. And, you know, you're sitting there, you're enjoying yourself whatever, with whatever you're watching. And then, and then all of a sudden you hear it in the distance, this loud thundering it just gets louder and louder mm-hmm. and louder. It's just clapping thunder. It's just, it just, it just doesn't stop and it doesn't stop. And then it gets so loud that you can't hear your own television 
and it drives away and you realize it was some douchebag and probably mm. what I would assume was a Mustang. With a really impressive system. With, with a very, oh, I'm so oh, impressed. Yes. In fact, in fact, my panties were so, were so wet <laughs> when you drove by, yes. sir. Right. Like. Well, I bet you were like at least semi, you know? There was a, there was at least an eighth of a chub there. Yeah, as yeah. he passed by and his sound system was just shaking yeah. everyone's home. Absolutely. Like, don't give I'm a like, fuck if you have kids. Yeah, look, you do that at 2, 3 p.m., I'm go fuck. But at 3 in the fucking morning, are you fucking driving by my house, like yeah. blasting yeah. Some, sh- some fucking techno? Yeah. With your insane subwoofer yeah. in the back of your car? Get, Absolutely get not. the fuck out of here. Absolutely not. You're not LA. cool. No one likes right. you. You're unlovable. And you deserve to be killed by Owens. Or or at least allegedly killed. At least allegedly killed by <laughs> Owens. Uh, and we'll indict him for it, too, with no evidence. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, me and Terry are fairly used to that. I fucking we, hate it. We had just had Dean in that, like, little apartment. Yeah. Which means we had our first child, who was about three, our first son, and our newborn were fucking sleep-deprived as shit. And this asshole pulls past the apartment building at, like, 3.30, blasting his sound system. Like, it's all bass, and it's cranked all to shit, and we can hear it's shaking our the glass in its panes. The, like, the glass in our windows is shaking. And I'm like, I'm trying to fucking sleep, you asshole. So is my newborn. Like, fuck off. I absolutely like, who do you it. think you're impressing? Like, yeah. what? Like I'm, I said. I'm going like to ditch this family and, like, offer e- my womb to you. Exact same sound before 10 p.m. I'm like, ah, you bastard. You do you. I don't right. even care. Yeah, I would say even at, like, 11 and 12, I'm like, okay, you know, like, people are sleeping. I get it. I'm not, I'm not that mad that I can't hear my television, but whatever, like just be aware. But at two, three in the morning, like you're a dick. Mm -hmm. You're nothing but a dick. Well, fuck. I think that's it. I think that's it. Uh, we're at four hours and 48 minutes and I'm going to end this recording before four hours and 50 minutes. That's a vow. Yeah. Which means, oh, oh, we're 49 minutes. We have 58 seconds to end this recording. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we would love to hear any feedback from you. What do you like? What do you not like? Any suggestions, any personal stories, send that to fanmail at three shots And we'd love your support. Please support us on www.patreon.com slash three shots. in. you can financially support us. We've got a ton to offer you. And the more you support us, the more we can offer. So please do that. And that, that is about it. Thank you. I'm for insanely joining impressed. Us. You said everything I said in, in a minute in like 20, 25 seconds. So good for you. Hey, thanks for listening. And we are, we're, we're getting the fuck out of here because we're going to go to bed at like maybe a normal time. Yeah.